Come on in, have a seat, kick back, relax, unwind, and welcome to the Planet Platypus Show, Sans Platypus today. We are platypusless. <laughs> Pussless. <laughs> oh, with me as always, Mr. Voice, Bobby Mack. How you doing, Bobby? Hey now. Hey now. What so, are you talking on over there? What's uh, in that? Oh, uh, I get this little vape thing, and it's got this little CBD oil stuff in there, you know? Kind of gets you nice and... Is CBD oil work? It does for me. I have some joint issues, so it's like... Uh, you don't have any joints, so you smoke CBD? <laughs> exactly. That's my joint issue, yes. <laughs> oh, man. So it's been a while. It has. We've been away. I've grown a beard. It's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Bobby was sick. I guess Platypus is somewhere out in the world today. Well, see, that's the thing. I was going to tell the audience what happened to Platypus and yeah. why he's not here today, but I thought it might be more fun to give the audience, like, say, 10 options. Okay. Okay, I'll say one, you say one, and we'll go back and forth. And at the end of the show, they can we'll, we'll reveal which option is the actual one. Okay, so where is Platypus today? All right, well, so option one, he is on a boat with uh, Pitbull today and could not make the show because, mm-hmm. you know, this is where we stand and that's where he right, stands. Right, which would be a big, big, you know, big day for Platypus. If you got invited <laughs> out into a boat on a Wednesday, yes. would you go with, with Pitbull? Uh, you know, the week of the Super Bowl. Nah, I would want to hang with us. I and, would and too. record this fine <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, you man. lie pretty well. For yeah. a white guy, you do. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. I got this new thing here where we can do like... I can do... There we go. Nice. Yeah, I have a laugh track now. <laughs> I feel so much warmer. The room is full now. Yeah. Filming before a live studio audience. So this is a weird dynamic without Platt. So, okay. So he's either on the boat uh, with Pitbull. So option two... Uh, option two is uh, he is in the hospital with a sexually transmitted disease. Wow. <laughs> wow. I hope he pulls through. Yeah. 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 He's going to be okay, but he's going to need a, a very long series of painful shots in his dick <laughs> that that may or may not uh, cure. cure I hope disease. that's not the real option. Yeah, I hope not as well. Hope We're not going to find out till the end of the show. Uh, so option three, he burned his hand in a uh, hot dog toasting machine. Yeah, those machines are dangerous, man. He's got one of the little carousels that rotates the hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. that. And he uh, reached scouts, in there, yeah. and as he went to pull it out, he lifted his arm too high, and, and bam, his knuckles hit the element. Yeah. And he is currently... Being now his hand up. looks like a just a stump of Vienna sausages <laughs> attached to it. <laughs> the grill marks and everything. 
So we got we got big things going on, Bobby. I know you had a bomb you wanted to drop at some point today. Uh, I did. Listen, I, I am privy to certain information because I happen to be uh, on board to be the host again this year for both EDIs, and I just received the official word uh, of all contestants, and a little bit of a little bit of a, a change is coming. Okay. This year. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Josh, you're familiar with the EDIs. You know that they are the Exotic Dancer, Dancer Invitationals. Invitationals, yes. And it's basically where all the girls that are features compete to see who is the best feature and then goes to the uh, ED Expo in Vegas to compete for Showgirl of the Year. Yeah, this is where they bring it. Okay. And then we also have what used to be the Newcomers Division, which is where we took girls that were features for two years or less, and uh, they would compete in this Newcomer Division. Uh, and if they win that, then they automatically get entered next year into the Showgirl division, right? Well, we're going to change that up this year. Okay. We're going to change, we're going to take away the newcomer division. Yeah. Okay? And we're going to bring back, get ready for this. Yeah. The Starlet division. Starlet division? The Starlet. Wow. Give me a round of uh, There you go. That's right. <laughs> the Starlet Division. Tell me more about So the this. difference is now, uh, this is going to be the category for people who have been featuring for four years and under. So basically, now that's going to make the Showgirl Division a little bit more elite. So the okay. Showgirl Division is going to be, you have to be dancing for at least, as a feature, for at least four years plus. And then if you're four years less as a feature, uh, you're in now the Starlet Division. This is like serious business. And there's a lot of people coming this year, Josh. Yeah? Oh, Oh, some of your favorites. Okay, what do we got on the list? Okay, well, the um, the first EDI is going to be at uh, Buck's Cabaret in Dallas, Texas. This is going to be April 2nd through the 4th. Uh, we're returning there. We were there this uh, this past year, and it's a lovely... Yeah. I mean, I love I heard Texas, that place dude. is a lot of fun. Doc Rock's in Texas. Oh, yeah. Got my Doc Rock t-shirt on today. You do? Yeah. And last time I was there, he took me out to barbecue, dude. And let me tell you what. Mm. I'm still full from that meal. Yeah. You couldn't ask for a better Texas ambassador than Dr. Rock no, to show you around town. I, I, I know we've spoken about him before, but, uh, I mean, just being in that dude's world is, an, is a fucking adventure. I mean, I, I could listen to him talk forever. I really could. Yeah. I could just look at his stories are just, you know, they're real. They're from life. They're from everything. They're from the business. And they're just, I mean, like, he is such a great, great dude. So I'm looking forward to going back to Doc Rockland. Yes, Rockland. Uh, and uh, being in Texas. And we got a ton of people coming to Texas. You ready for the list? I'll tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's right. get into it. Let's sink our teeth into this. So in our showgirl division, we're going to have, this is the girls that are four years plus. We're going to have the amazing Charzane. Charzane, unbelievable. Okay, Lady Seren, Ruby Ryder, Bambi Wild, Katie Sutra. Okay. BJ McNaughty. Love her. Shaylin, and Annie Lane. Wow. Yeah. So right off the bat, that's, that, that's, that's quite a lineup. That's an Aces lineup right yeah, there, right? Cream of the crop. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, do, you, do you have an odds-on favorite for that one? Uh, you know, Annie Lane, um, she just keeps doing bigger and better things. So I, I have a feeling for this, she's going to really bring it. It's very difficult, isn't it? Because now you're putting so many different kinds of shows against each other. Like you've got one girl who's a 20-year clown act. You've got one <laughs> yes. girl who is the physical fitness gymnast elitist. It's your Charzane. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's stiff competition for sure. But, you know, but like you said, just everybody kind of is bringing their own flavor to it. Right. You know? And the thing about the that's cool is that... Any one thing is not going to win this. 
Yeah. You know, so even as amazingly fit as Charzane is, you've got to have the rest of the package in order to win the competition like this. Yeah. Now, was it, how, like, what's the judging situation like? So we usually have, um, there's, the, the judging categories are already, you know, predetermined. And uh, then we pick uh, people from the industry to be judges at these events. And the judges have to sit there, you know, somewhat sober because it's a long show. <laughs> yeah. So we can't yeah. have you as a judge. And then, you know, you're sober for the first act. Everybody and then, wins! <laughs> and then by the ninth act, you're Terry Weigel, you know, yeah. you're oh, throwing God, champagne her. all over people. Yeah. Dude, when she was a judge at, uh, at Monroe's, yeah. she was a, and you're supposed to hold up the scorecard that says between 1 and 10. And you, it's like a dry erase board, right? So yeah. she's writing now, like, so the first couple girls, you know, she's writing nine, nine plus, ten, ten plus. By the time we get to the ninth girl, she's writing 57 and a half. Yeah, she's just drawing Four million. And- yeah. Drawing- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love her. Oh, Talk had- about the life of the party, man. Yeah, we had to, like, and in order to make it fair, we had to, like, delete all of her scores and just use the rest of the judges. Yeah, she just loved everybody. <laughs> she, that's ser- what she tried to do. It's a serious job. You know, like you said, there's so many different aspects of each show. That, that you're trying to judge on. Right. So, you know, it's it, it, and when you're dealing with the best of the best, like, I, I don't envy those guys. That's like, Doc be Rock it. has been a judge. Yeah. I mean, who's seen more in this industry when it comes to this than him? Yeah, yeah, he's seen it all, man. Danny Myers has been a judge. A- another another vet. That's, and we've had, you know, uh, obviously the Bass Brothers have been judges. You know, the, the uh, club owners have been judges. Uh, we've had uh, choreographers be judges. We've had every different part of the industry has been represented it represented it represented it has been represented in the judging category sometimes so speaking of choreography last time i talked to platypus he was saying he was working on like helping choreograph a halftime show for the tootsie's big uh, super bowl well that's where he is today he's with paula abdul <laughs> oh that's another option yeah another option is platypus today is with paula abdul <laughs> in a leotard uh practicing yeah. a, a dance routine I mean, for, she's uh, old but she's still got it <laughs> she does still she still got it she she'll was, put it down she was a lakers girl she was yeah yeah, yeah. now she's a tootsies girl <laughs> so how the mighty have fallen so that's another option of where plaque could be we'll, we'll reveal later on right i'm sorry i digress uh so <laughs> you said he's uh, responsible for choreographing an entire uh, halftime show yeah, i don't know i know he's working with a couple of the entertainers over there putting together some type of a show that they're going to do during halftime at the Super Super Bowl is big business at Tootsie's. So you know we should be able to bet on the Tootsie's Super Bowl like you can bet on the regular Super Bowl. Yeah. Like you know how there's all kinds of weird bets. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. You could bet you know which is the first song that that J Lo is going to do is actually a bet. Oh right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. Which commercial is going to come first is a bet. Like we should bet whether or not Platypus falls off the stage again. Well, I don't think he's performing in this act at all. I, I, you know, other than emceeing, I can't Aww. see him out there actually like in a cheerleader like uh, Will Ferrell used to do that cheerleading bit on SNL. Trust me, Platypus has got that in his history. Don't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, he is a guy that will go above and beyond for the show every, each and every time. So, so I don't know. You have to go to Tootsie's check out their Super Bowl. They got a big bash going on all week. I think. And it's going to be choreographed. And it's going to be choreographed. <laughs> uh, uh, Ray of Sunshine is going to be there. It's going to be a big, big, Big event they got going on. They're doing the rain and shine, right? Rain and shine, yes. Romy Rain also uh, will be there that weekend. That's going to be a big weekend That's for huge. them. Yeah. What are they doing for the for the halftime show there? Uh, I'm really not sure. I know it's uh, it's something that Platt's putting together. That's going to knock your socks off. So <laughs> you and, and he's dancing. I'm going to be there because I'm off on Sundays. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm off on Sunday too. Maybe we should. <laughs> maybe we should go watch the game right over there. Yeah. If he's gonna dance, I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. tell me he's dancing with Paula Abdul, and I'm there. Yeah, we got to check that out, man. Is there a, is there a musical act? <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. That's you know that's one of the strange things that that they do up at Monroe's. They do the uh, they do the musical act. They actually we actually have uh, show Saturdays where we have like you know it could be a guy that performs like blue man group type drum thing. That's cool. Or you you've seen the uh, saxophone player or the. I mean, there's a bunch of different musical variety acts that we have that come through. We also have guest DJs. Yeah, that's one thing, thing uh, about Monroe's that I like. And Tootsie's also does this, too, where you incorporate different types of entertainment. So when people come in there, it's like not just the same old strip club thing. You know what I mean? It's like something else that's going to keep people coming back and having fun. I like that. Yeah. And and know what else I know is just from going to the clubs around here, like... You know, everyone's got their own uh, music format. You know, like Monroe's is very dance music heavy. It's mostly EDM remixes and that kind of stuff. High energy dance stuff. Yeah. You know, like where I'm in, you know, we play a lot of that stuff also, but also a lot of uh, Latin music and a lot of Latin stuff, you know. So uh, I, I had the opportunity to cover a day shift last week, which I don't usually get to do. <laughs> Was it a big difference? A big difference, uh, it's just, you know, it was, a, it was a slow day, but I mean, it was all like older guys. And when I say older, I mean like white hair, you know, older guys. So I got to kind of dip into like cooler music than what I'm usually playing. I got to play, you know, go, go back a little bit, play some of the older stuff and just, you know, some of the pop stuff that maybe is just a little too uh, vanilla for, for Night Shift. Uh, so it was kind of cool in that way. But at one point I'm playing, I think it was a J-Lo song, or, you know, just filler. Uh, let's just be honest. They're not all home runs every time I hit play. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so it's like a Jennifer Lopez Welcome song to my world, kid. And there's a couple of drunk guys at the bar, and the guy goes, change this fucking music! <laughs> now, my first reaction to that is like, man, fuck this guy. But I use it as an opportunity, because like I said, I don't usually work the day shift, and I usually work <laughs> weekends at night where I don't really get to hit the floor much. So... <laughs> So I walked over, I, you know, introduced myself. I shook the guy's hand. I was like, hey, how you doing? I'm Josh. I'm the DJ over here. I couldn't help but overhear your... Uh, <laughs> couldn't help but overhear you uh, vomiting your distaste for the music uh, today uh, all over the place. So uh, what do you like? What, do you, what, what can I do for you? He was like, oh, man, you know, you got to play some Rick Ross, you know, play some Drake. Hey, whatever. I threw a Rick Ross song on, threw a Drake song on. Guy comes over, hits me off 20 bucks. Later on, he comes over again, says, hey, do you have this Don Omar old reggaeton song? You know, here's 20 bucks. Hey, now I got 40 bucks. Then I went over and said, hey, was that that song you liked? Did I get the right one? Yeah, you got it, man. You're awesome. This, so it went from fuck this DJ to like, this guy is fucking awesome. And then he goes, tell you what, man, I'm going to give you 100 bucks. But I, I'm 55 years old. I want to hear stuff from like the 80s and 90s. Like, can you do that for me? Now, how often does that? Usually, you get offered a hundred bucks. It's like to play something way off a of format right. that you're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna play get a little trouble easy." For this. Yeah, this dude was like, "No, I want to hear some Stevie B and maybe oh, some '90s R and B, Mary J. Blige, just something." So, not only did I get to play really cool shit that I don't usually get to play, yeah, um, I actually made like 140 bucks oh, off of this man. customer that. Instead of getting pissed off, I just took the initiative to go out and just talk to the guy and see, you know, see what he likes. Let this be a lesson to you angry DJs out there. Yeah, you, sometimes you, you can't stay angry. Don't be cooler than the music, man. Life's you too short to, to be angry. You, you just sometimes if people, if you see people aren't having a good time, 
I mean, it, you know, see what you can do to make things better. And if you don't know whether or not the people are having a good time, uh, you'll hear them in the audience because they'll sound like they'll what? Go, they'll go, change this fucking music! <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. That's exactly that. the amount of, of disgust for Jennifer Lopez and whatever fucking dance song she was singing at the time. He's going to have a bad time so at the So what am Bowl. I going to say? What am I going to be like? Fuck you, man. J-Lo's awesome. Yeah, right, right? <laughs> what are you going to stand your ground? And there are times where I got to really step back and check myself and go like, if I walked in the door right now, would I say this DJ is awesome or would I go like, oh, this sucks? Because sometimes, you know, you just get into habits of just, I need a filler song. I'm just going to play a couple of these generic dance songs. And, you know, but you, you, sometimes you get to break out a little bit of your normal routine. So it was very uh, cool to, to cover a day shift. It turned out to be a really great day, too. And it was, you know, a learning experience at that. So Fantastic. Yeah, you never stop learning in this business. Uh, well, you know, you bring up a fantastic point because, I mean... Uh, especially with the software that we have now, it's so easy to go stale because of the play count. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, if you're a DJ and you're listening, you know exactly what we mean. You know, your the songs that you play most come to the top of every list. So even if I were to open up the 80s folder, you know, the same 20 songs that I play most are going to be right there in front of me and then you're going to be tempted to pick from them. Right. And it creates uh, it creates this habit habitual... You know, you kind of fall into that routine of just kind of playing the same stuff because it just works. It's like a good energy. But like after a while, the same yeah. stuff, you know, the staff starts to notice and then your regulars will start to notice. And well, then, you know. I'll tell you something crazy that that uh, was a result of me losing my drive uh, several months ago. Everything for me got reset. Yeah. So when I collected music from you and from Platypus and 100 other sources out there that helped me out. Everything was back to zero, dude. Yeah. So I was back to choosing music alphabetically. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Which if you yeah. haven't done that lately, try it. Try it, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's challenging, but at the same time, like you said, you'll start digging stuff up, and it may not be new stuff. It might be something from four or five years ago, but you right. just haven't played it in forever. You know? And you find yourself trying to play Beat the Clock, where normally every three minutes you've got to change a song. It's no problem. Now you're hunting for a song before that three right. minutes is over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, just hunting for the right song. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, I also had this week... Um, I had a, a VIP party and they were balling hard. They were getting bottles and, you know, we were trying to cater to them a little bit and uh, they wanted to hear some hip hop. Now my club, I do play hip hop, but not a lot of it. I found that my girls and my guests just don't seem to like it that much. You know, I throw them in here and there, the dancey ones, but for the most part, it's just not really a hip hop club. They prefer Latin music there. Um, but this particular party, they wanted to hear hip hop, particularly like new hip hop. And so, I got to play like a good hour of just new hip hop and just throw some classics in there too. When I say classics, I mean like, you know, a couple of years old, maybe like Lil Wayne songs and stuff that maybe I missed then because I was playing all EDM at that time, that kind yeah. of stuff. But it was so cool to just switch it up and do something completely different outside the box than what I usually do. And I think it worked too. I think I think the crowd was getting into it. I saw I saw a couple of people come up, make it rain. It's just make it rain uh, music. Yeah, you know when you talk about these new hip hop songs, I mean that strip club culture now is is the pulse is going down. The pulse is going yeah. like the pulse on the energy is going way down. Like, way down. It used to be like there was a great phase there for a while where they were creating strip club bangers. Yeah, you yeah, know, you're talking the about the, the era of like uh, yeah, like Fifty, Luda, yeah. Nelly, and uh, they were like they were almost Little John, and you know, like I'm trying to write a song that they're going to play in the strip club every night. 
You yeah, know? and the thing was is that was right around the time when most strip club managers were still are not were on board with hip hop yet. So right. it was like we don't want and there was such great songs that like as a young DJ at that time being like, Oh, just let me take the ball and run with it on this one because this yeah. will work. Or let and, me uh, use it in the right moment at least. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like, and, I was, and I still play a lot of those songs to this day. I, I was in the situation you're talking about where I was in a club that didn't allow it, but I would I was allowed to play it for like features. Right. You know, like yeah. if, if it was a moment we were doing something, if it was an uptime, if it was a uh, bachelor party or if it was a feature, yeah. I could get away with playing that that party banger, uh, hip hop banger that I couldn't get away with. And dude, it would light the club up. Yeah. It would light it up. Yeah. And uh, I still throw them in once in a while now when it's like too stale or too quiet. I'll, I'll yeah, throw them. Yeah, man. You throw a little like little John Salt Shaker or something yeah. like that in the mix. Yeah, you got to do that once in a while. A yin yang twin. Yeah, that's like the new girls, 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 man. Like, you know, like these yeah. are the strip club classics now, you know? Which is so funny because we almost weren't allowed to play them when they were out. When they were out, we weren't allowed to play. That's what I'm saying. So even going back, in, you know, even just as recent as just a few years ago when like EDM was really at its height, saying like 2010, 11, when it was like, you know, a, a lot of clubs just switched over that format. They wanted to hear 128 BPM all the time. You know, so during that time, I missed out on a lot of really cool, like, Drake songs and shit. Because <laughs> Define really cool Drake song. Hang I, on a minute. Yeah, man. Come Drake's on. got some bangers. He's got some bangers, man. Come on. Don't sleep on Drake. Uh, you've, got, you've got more support behind you on this argument than I do. Yeah. Just, but, uh, it, you know, it, it's not my style, but, but you're right. It's undeniable. Like, they were actually talking on Stern the other day about which song J-Lo is going to play. And they were going through her list and, like, she... You don't realize it, but she's got so many songs. She has so many songs, but I don't know if I could point to a banger for her. I don't know if I could point um, to J Lo, huh? Like on the floor is her uh, her. It's the hit of that's on everybody's tongue because yeah. it was the last giant banger she had. Um, and I think it's going to be on the floor because Pitbull. Pitbull. Yeah, he's got to make an appearance. I think it's the Super gonna, Bowl. It's Miami. Pitbull's got to get on that. How stage. can Mister Three Hundred Five not show if up? If they don't, it would be a slap in the face. Slap in the face to not invite the mayor of Miami <laughs> onto that stage. Especially, um, yeah. I mean, just to have him show up, and, and and it's weird because they got Shakira showing up as already as the side guest. But they always yeah. pack a surprise. Yeah, they always do. There's always a surprise, and I think he's going to be the surprise this year. Yeah, yeah, and he, as he should be. Uh, but I'm thinking now you're going to be thinking of Jennifer Lopez songs. I mean, she had a, a like some older songs. You think of like Jenny from the Block and Get that, Right and um, right. Which which one were you playing when the guy screamed to change oh, his uh, music? It's like a recent one's Medicine. You know that song with French Montana, <laughs> J Lo and French Montana Medicine. Okay. Yeah, I was playing that song when the guy said. Change this fucking music! <laughs> and now that song goes in the folder of never play shit again. Now that's a perfect example of a song that I was playing all the time, not because people like it, just right. because it's no. a song. <laughs> like you know, it's it's filler. It's got a good dancey beat to it, and God, this I feel like everything is in that category right now. Yeah, man. So it really is hard to keep the show fresh, you know, because I feel like. For me, anyways, the top 40 stuff is, like, so cheesy that it's, like, almost corny to play it in the club. And um, there is no rock anymore. Just, yeah, like, I'm know. playing Sunflower now, and there was no way I would have played Sunflower when it was new. I'm playing it now because it's it's been remixed 30 times right. by EDM people, and finally I've got a, a 120 version of it that's listenable. Yeah, yeah, I, I look no for those way. also. Those when, it was, when it was on the chart for, for a year... 
At yeah. the, in the top 10, there's no way I would play Sunflower, dude. I'd have to pass out, you know. I know when I'm going through these DJ pools. I'm looking for, for new music, and it's like just more remixes of the same tired song. It's like, I don't need another remix of Taki Taki. Like, I got enough <laughs> of them. Man. Like, let's put on some new shit now. Come you on. You have 30 of them? I have at least no less than 30. Taki 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 remixes, yeah. yeah. And then uh, you, you, yeah, and then El Taxi is another one. I don't know yeah. if anybody in the other parts of the country understand what we're talking about, but the same, uh, just like the same, you know, 20 hip hop songs get remixed all year long, the same 20 Latin songs get remixed all the time. And for us, it's even less because we're looking for the Spanglish ones. Yeah. We're I, looking for those crossover Latin or something, hits. Even if it's got a house beat or just some kind of different beat to it, because, you know, like, I, Professionally, I've broken music down into two categories, stuff that works and stuff that doesn't work. It's really my personal taste of what I like. I have to just throw it out the window. My, personally, I think reggaeton is the most boring genre of music of all time. That's my personal taste. <laughs> I just find it very boring. It's the same rhythm, the, 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 the over-processed auto-tune. Like, I just don't like it. It's just not for me. But it just works. remember this is coming from a Drake fan. <laughs> <laughs> but it works in my club. It works. And one thing I noticed in Miami that I don't, no one else outside of Miami is going to know who these guys are. But there's a core group of like Cubatone artists, Cuban reggaeton, and these dudes are uh, El Chulo, El Tiger, El Camel, Chacal, MC Chocolate. There's like five or six guys that are huge in this community of Cuban people that like reggaeton. Outside of Miami, you'll never hear about. But right. these all these guys have their songs produced by the same guy, DJ something, DJ Unique or something like that. <laughs> he is the guy that produces all these songs, and they all sound exactly the same. I mean, it's just same shitty. formula. Is that what same you're talking formula, about? Same formula, same beat, same little drum sounds, same little synth sounds, and it's just awful. But man, when I play those songs and I see that room like light up and the booties start bouncing and they start yeah. singing these lyrics like. Hey, who am I to say this sucks? You That's know, it's, it's working. Emb embarrassing for you because Chocolate is our guest next week. No, actually, I happen to know <laughs> that Chocolate is in prison. Oh, is he? Yeah, really? because the last El Chulo <laughs> song I was playing, they were like, free chocolate. <laughs> and so that's how I know. I'm, I'm very in tune with this scene. <laughs> so, you know, uh, and that's another thing about my club that's cool is that where I am in the club, it's a small place and I'm very accessible to the customers. So a lot of times people will come up and ask me if I have certain songs. And that's how I've learned a lot of what's popular in that area is just from talking to the customers and them telling me what they like. I was just going to ask you, are you getting your information on that thread? of music through the customers are you getting it through the girls both the customers uh the girls and there's a couple of uh guys that i work with that are pretty in tune to what's going on in that scene of music and sometimes so, they'll, they'll they'll show me stuff too so the guy that comes up to you and offers you five bucks to play a song yeah. even though he's the annoying the annoying piece yeah. of shit that you don't ever want to come up to the booth yeah I they're get actually a lot feeding of those you guys. a little bit of information yeah a lot of times they'll ask me for something i don't understand because i don't really speak spanish so like i'll have to give them like a pencil and paper and be like write it down <laughs> and they'll write some shit down i'll usually listen to it in my headphones or listen to it on my phone or something first just to see if it's got a rhythm that's going to work that's not like a ballad or something like that yeah and uh and yeah i throw it on and like nine times out of ten if somebody asks for it when it comes on 
at least that table will all jump up and start dancing I know, and singing you know along. They, they come show me on their phone now. Yeah, that's what I get a lot of that. They just hold the phone up they to hold your the face. Phone, which like, is yeah. nice because you don't have to go, what? Who? Yeah. Yeah. How do you spell that? Yeah. But sometimes it is annoying when, you, when, you, when you're trying to build an energy and you in your head you're killing it and you're at yeah. that 128 bpm it's prime time you're playing cool fucking house remixes of some old school shit and then you drop that edm banger and then someone comes up and they want to hear you know like a slow fucking ballad like you know uh, rihanna fucking song or something it's it's just kind of like ah oh, you don't get it you don't yeah. understand what we're trying to do here yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they think I, hey i want to go get a i want to get a dance and I really want this romantic song that I like right, yeah, yeah. for my dance. Yeah. So, hey, would you play this fucking slow room killer for me while I go get my cock rubbed? Yeah. Yeah, for 20 bucks? No. Yeah, every lap dance booth should just have headphones in it. Dude, what a great idea. You know, we should invent that and bring it to the expo. <laughs> yes, just invent headphones. Yeah, no. We'll <laughs> no the little booth that's got the Bluetooth where you yes. can just, like, put the head. Well, I guess here's the thing. The girl's going to have to <laughs> dance to the music. So, like, she's going to need a pair of headphones, too. So it's going to have to have two Earbuds. plugs in it. Yeah, we're going to do the wireless buds. We're going to do the buds. The buds, yeah. yeah. And so each booth will have its own little Bluetooth capability where you can just dance to whatever you want. And uh, we'll, it'll be specifically for cock rubbing rooms. We'll call yeah. them rub buds or bud. bud Ru- <laughs> rubbing buddies. Rubbing buddies. <laughs> I like it. I like this. <laughs> Ugly bump. Bumping uglies. I'll, uh, I'll work on the song for this. I'll work on the... I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll draw up this the blueprints and send them in to... Uh, <laughs> so so that's that's another option is platypus absent today because he's at the patent office patenting our uh our rubbing buddies rubbing buddies headphone system head, headphone system yes for private lap uh, dance experience one thing i experienced at a club once that i've never seen before was a lap dance booth that had like a vending machine where you put the dollars in the machine and so like when you get your dance you pay for it in the machine, and I guess the girl gets her money at the end of the night, or however they do it. I don't know, but I just that's something I had never seen. And what is it? Does it start the music, or does it start a timer? Or? It's a, a green light comes on, and then when a red light comes on, she'll stop dancing. Oh, so you put you know whatever it is per dance, or I think you know you do like a three for a hundred or something. You put the hundred bucks in, the light turns green, and then when the light turns red, it's over, and I guess she gets paid you know by the club. That's not an awful idea, but there's too much unaccountability for that. Like, yeah, I guess you would still have to have a dude regulating the fact that someone's in there putting money in and she's just not giving somebody a free dance for seven songs. Right. I guess it just kind of eliminates the, the worry of whoever's working that register stealing, you know. No, I mean, I, I get Because I'm the sure idea. that happens at clubs, all, you know, where, where. Plus, it's good for like we work in an EDM club. So one song seamlessly goes into the next. Yeah, and I sometimes look, if you're not paying attention, you don't know that three songs have gone by. Yeah, I do like that vibe in your club, though. And that yeah. night we were and that night we were there and. uh and Dynamite was was there. She she commented on how much she was really digging the music there. Yeah, yeah. I think an EDM format is, is a lot of fun. Let me tell you what Todd is really good at it, and yeah. Jimmy is really good at oh, it. I know. So we have the two guys at night that are that are almost seamless when they work. Even when we do uptimes, when we do show times, we do everything. Like one song marries the next song, and you wouldn't even know that it's not a, a universal track that plays all night long. Yeah. And that, to yeah. me, is really impressive. If you've ever been that guy that tried to do that, it's not that easy. And cool remixes of stuff, too. 
You know, yeah. like like I remember hearing, I forget, you know, exactly, but it would be like, you know, like a, a Beyonce or a Black Eyed Peas song, but like a cool housey remix of all these classic pop songs. You know, I thought that was a really cool uh, format over there. Yeah. And I get to play with all their toys. Like, I, I, I'm lucky enough to work <clears throat> in one of those clubs where Jimmy's got every subscription and he, we put everything in the main computer. And it, it's his, you know, it's his idea that we should all be you know, working with the same great tools. And so yeah. all of our equipment is the top notch and we should all have the same opportunity to make the same magic happen, right? Yeah. But it's not as easy, even if you have the songs and library in front of you, it's not as easy to pick correctly. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You can't just shuffle it up and just randomly no, play. No, I've it's, picked it's got, correctly it's got a, flow. a lot. Yeah. You ever, and, and it sounds great in your headphone. It seems like it's going to match. And then, bam, you play it. It doesn't match. And then you're like, okay, here we go. We're going to go right these to the next. house songs will have like a drop. That's just like a noisy dubstepy, like <laughs> like the song will have a nice groove to it. You know, you have boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants. And then it's like and you're like, all right, beat's gonna drop and there's You're like, sounds like fucking R2D2's blowing me in the DJ booth. Like, what the fuck is this shit, man? And it and it, it'll always happen like towards the middle of the song. So when I'm listening to stuff preview and I don't listen to the whole thing in its entirety. I'll usually listen, skip a few seconds, go in about 30 seconds, listen, go like, okay, this will work and drag it over. So I've been hit with that drop a few times. I'm when sure I, you have as well. When I used to work with the same two features a lot over at Double D's and they mm. danced to that kind of music mm. and some of those songs were their signature performance things and I knew that drop was coming and I knew the when the beat was kicking back in and I expected it as a DJ, I was able to choreograph the lights and everything to go along with it and it made a big difference. Yeah. But when it hits you by surprise... Yeah. You, you think, oh, my God, is the song over? You jump up like there's dead air. Yeah. And when is it going to come back? And when it does come back, it sounds like your phone, your AOL modem is connecting. <laughs> yes. It <laughs> like freaks you out. You're like, the, 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 like uh, the, 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 the file is glitching or something. And that's one of the, I mean, to bring it back, to bring the conversation full circle here, that's one of the things I love about going to EDIs is because I like watching the formula that each of these girls has picked to say, hey, not only is this my set, this is my costume, and this is my show, but these, this is the music I chose to go along with this act. Yeah, you know, yeah, and they really let their personalities come through yeah. with, uh, with with the song selection and just like really like like you said, everybody's got their own kind of unique brand. You know, you got the rock star chick, you got the fit, like muscular uh, gymnast chick. You know, right. you have you have all these different flavors coming together and putting together like a big show and so, there's so that's going to be huge you know and the, the fear of every dj when you do a feature show is that the first song is going to be like enya you know it's yeah. going to be you're going to have this explosive introduction you're going to make the biggest deal of the world you're going to get everybody's attention <laughs> yes. you're going to fire off the things you're going to hit play and it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be a fucking full 60 seconds of yeah, of, <laughs> of dream sequence. Yes. Um, but, uh, and you think, like, these girls are trying to, like, make an artistic statement with this kind of stuff? Like, like what what do you think goes into the, the song selection process? Like, like, they're not thinking with a DJ brain, like, let's blow the roof off. They're thinking, like, I'm, they're putting together a performance. They're so reverse like, engineering. So if I'm right. going to be, if I know that my next costume is a nurse, and I'm going to use Annie as an example because she happened to reach out. Yeah, okay. So Annie and I... Uh, she had just appeared at my club, and we're both from Rhode Island. You're from Rhode Island, so yeah. we have a little connection. Once in a while, we chit-chat, and uh, she sent me a gift. I was sending her to say thank you, and she happened to ask me about uh, her next two costumes were, uh, one was a nurse, and one, I, I, yeah. yeah, was a nurse? 
No. I'm sorry, flight attendant. Okay. So one was a flight attendant. Yeah. And she, so she reached out to me and said, hey, what kind of music would go with flight attendant? So I was like, sit back. I got this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I said, give me a minute and let me get back to you. And I, what I did is I went through the computer. Yeah. And uh, I checked all my airplane songs. I checked all my... Some keywords. You know, yeah, my keyword songs and stuff. And I sent her back, you know, uh, 25. Uh, and then I went to YouTube. And I... Because, like, let's say you like... Uh, uh, Jefferson here, but let's say you like, uh, you know, something like Flying High Again yeah, yeah. by Ozzy. Yeah. Okay, but maybe there's a better version or a different version that would work for this oh, costume. Yeah, yeah, so totally. I went and I checked all the all the dubstep remixes oh, and I checked cool, all the cool. club mixes and then I sent her an entire list of stuff. So Yeah, that's always fun. I, I've done stuff like that for features also. So where they the, kind of send you the costume and you put together something. Yeah, so I think they're that. working it backwards. They're working yeah. it backwards. They're picking the music based on the act. Right. And then... They know that I've got to open with something hot. I've got I need something for my power in the center, and then I need to close with something hot. Just curious, what were some of your uh, flight attendant songs? Oh, I don't. I don't know if I want to give. Oh, it you away. don't want. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I started with the classics because I, you know, like it, it all depends on where you're doing this show. Yeah. Like you know, if like you're doing this show on the West Coast or the East Coast or the South, it's all going to be different, but. Yeah. And that's why I gave her like a uh, big old jet airliner. I gave her, oh, nice. you know, flying high. I gave, I gave her uh, a representative from each different genre. Yeah. You know, I made sure that she had a little bit of EDM and a lot, a lot of rock remix. And that's just who yeah. I am. I guess that's yeah. what like I expect out of a feature show. Yeah. 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 I want, totally. I want like, if I was going to see any lane in concert, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, the world tour. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because I know that's what she brings visually. Right. So I'm I'm thinking in terms of of songs that match that. Yeah. She does graceful in the center, and I sent her a few, like Rocket Man, for example, is a perfect yeah version of the type of center music I sent her because I sent her openers, I sent her middle music, oh, cool. and I yeah. sent her closers. Yeah. And I said, here's what I would open with, and I I picked a few different you know things, and like Rocket Man was one of the ones I remember from the center because it talks about. You know, she packed my bag last night pre-flight and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a like perfect climbing up the pole and music and Annie's got that graceful hoop act that she does in the center for routine, where yeah. it's it's not a power thing, it's a grace thing. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, it's it's cool how like you know the 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 feature brain and the DJ brain kind of works the same in that way. Yeah. You know, um, DJ Platypus came to see me at my club the other night, and I never see him. You know, he doesn't he doesn't get out to the clubs much. Right. So this was like a big deal to see platypus in the building. Um, and when I got to talking to him later, you know, we can't go to clubs without critiquing everything. It's just what, you know, it's just what. That's what, the way it is, right? the way it is. We just can't help it. We can't just go and enjoy ourselves. We've got to tear everything apart. So he's sitting there, uh, you know, trying to enjoy his evening. But meanwhile, he's listening to me and everything I'm doing. And he's going like. Well, I haven't heard Josh uh, do a promo in a while. And as soon as, <laughs> as soon as he would say that, I'd kick into like a champagne room promo or happy hour promo or something like that. Damn it. And then he'd go, ah, if I was Josh, I'd probably be playing a little more reggaeton right now. And like, boom, three reggaeton songs come on. And, you know, he told me this after that. Anytime right. he had a thought of what he would be doing, I did the exact same thing. It's like our brains are reading the room at the same time. Yeah. Like we both have that same uh, outlook when you look at a room and, and you're trying to work it, you know? Yeah. So so it's just funny how how, how we... We, we kind of have the same creative thinking in that way when it comes to picking a playlist of music. It's, ne it's never just random. Yeah, and, that, and I've said this about uh, Lacey before, too. Like, one of the awesome things about Lacey would do is she'd leave the last song blank. 
for you. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, she I, did like, do that. That was, if she trusted you, like yeah. she had both versions. Like she had the, I don't know this DJ, here's my music, just play this version. Yeah. And she had the, oh, I'm going to Tootsie's, I'm going to work with so-and-so and I need, these are my openers and you pick my closing song. Yeah, there was a few, so, uh, a few features I worked with that would say, you know, if the, uh, when we weren't, at the club I was working at, we weren't so restricted on the time. So if the girl was making money, the stage was great. And people keep the show make, going. We'll keep it going. Another song, another two songs even, just to, so she can get around and see everybody and, you know, get all her money. You know what I mean? So, yeah, a lot of times they just say, like, well, here's my set. And then if the stage is good, you know, kind of look and get a signal for me and you yeah. just keep it going, you know. And then you get to kind of just pick based on. Natasha was good like that, yeah. too. I could just tell Natasha, you're staying for one more song. And she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, she is an endless amount of energy. She is yeah. so, she's got the, uh, I'll give this to her. She's got that, uh, she's got that game face that just never goes away. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever, like, I don't know if I've ever run into Natasha in even in the hallway at a at an appearance where she's having a bad moment. And I'm sure she has them. I mean, I know she's a human being in there right. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But man. But when she's representing that, she's representing, that brand, she has got the full time grace thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what's that? I was getting like a feedback. Did you hear that? That was weird. Oh, we good. Is that the the maintenance guy outside? Oh yeah, it probably is the maintenance guy. I'm thinking it's something in this, you are uh, so this board here. Yeah, man, it's, it must be the CBD stuff sucking <laughs> <laughs> on over here. Hey, but uh, speaking of getting stoned, getting intoxicated, you might say, I want to talk about a product that we're promoting here on Planet Platypus, and that is, of course, Religion Tequila. I love Religion Tequila. Have you tried it? I have actually, yeah, yeah, actually this week. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, it's good stuff, man. They, it is. They, they sent us over a couple of bottles, and uh, and they have they have several different kinds. Uh, we missed an opportunity to be drinking today while Platypus is away. I don't know about you. I'm I'm sipping on some right now. Or is that what's in that water bottle? <laughs> yes, because you know their vision, their devotion, their religion is to handcraft the world's finest premium, 100% organic tequila. This vision became their obsession, using only the purest organic ingredients in time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of their commitment and collaboration with nature. And agave. Agave, yes, the finest of agave. In fact, uh, the International Stage Religion Tequila, they have uh, won awards, including the Double Gold Medal and the 2017 Las Vegas Global Spirit Awards for Best Overall Tequila and Best Blanco. Wow, that the means best white tequila. The best white tequila as well. They also have a honey tequila. Now, is, is agave fantastic. something you can just chew on? Is that something you could, like, take a leaf and just yeah, chew well, on? Uh, I suppose you could, but what they do is uh, it's, it's a whole, like, fermentation process where they have mm. to, they, they cook it and they steam it and then mm. they let it all, like, ferment. So, and So if you just chewed on an agave, it wouldn't, you wouldn't get any of the intoxicating like effects. Barley wouldn't taste like beer. No, no, I wouldn't no. give you the same effect. <laughs> no, it will not. Um, but, uh, but they're very serious about their tequila. And uh, and 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 uh, and it, you might say it's their religion. It is. You should find religion, and you should seek religion. Seek religion. And uh, and I Worship. did a, I did a Spitfire of the week this week um, to celebrate our sponsors over at Religion Tequila and their fantastic product. Uh, the dog's very excited about it, as you can tell. She's, she's very excited about it. And, uh, and, uh, and I was very uh, excited to also have this Spitfire of the Week this week be kind of a collaboration with you, Bobby. Is that right? Yes, Am I in it? <laughs> yes, Bobby does make an appearance as none other than Morgan Freeman as God, because we're talking religion. We can't talk religion without God, and you can't have God without Morgan, and we can't get Morgan, but we have Bobby. That's right. So uh, without any further ado, 
If I may. You may. I like to present this week's Spitfire of the Week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Please be seated. Please be seated, yes. And here it is. Worship tequila. Sikh religion. In the beginning, God created the planet. Then God gave the planet religion. And religion gave the planet tequila. People seek religion for enlightenment. People seek religion when their life needs excitement. Angels dance like devils on the stage as we worship the night with the sinners and the saints. Religion welcomes all to the party. The gospel of agave will make you feel godly. Tonight we let go of our inhibitions as we gather with our friends and rejoice in religion, living righteous on the right path, hoping that this night lasts for eternity. Boom the music as the lights flash. Religion is for those who want more. It's organic and it's raw and it's better than before. With religion in your system, life is vivid and improved. Let the spirit take control of your soul and just move with the groove and the rhythm like the tribal drums. Come and celebrate together with the ancient ones. More than a spirit, a spiritual experience. Worship tequila. Seek religion. This is God, and I approve this message. Worship tequila. Uh, yeah. Seek religion. Woo! Worship tequila. Worship. Seek religion. Religion. Worship tequila. Skirt, skirt. Seek religion. Worship tequila. Seek religion. And there it is. Yes! <laughs> Another Spitfire of the Week created for our friends over there at uh, Religion Tequila. When I walk by their booth at Expo, yeah. that shit better be on a loop yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'll be performing it with the with the uh, Religion Tequila girls as my back background. Did you double dancers. up on the chorus back on the back end? Yeah, eh? yeah, I did. I did a little little uh, little double up, a little panning. It made an awesome difference, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. It made a big difference. For those of you listening, you didn't get to hear the first cut. I got <laughs> yeah, to hear the yeah. first cut. This, yeah. this is why... That's the reboot. You're a fucking genius. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And I hope our friends over at Religion Tequila like that. And Dude, I, I just want to hear that hook over and over again. Uh-huh. In the beginning. Oh, I can't. I just, I'd have to play the whole thing over again. <laughs> <laughs> I have to listen back to the show. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, a little something we put together for religion. Fantastic. Um, you know, these spitfires of the week. I don't know if I can keep doing them week after week. You can. I feel like I'm, I might be running out of steam. No, 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 no. You just need the right uh, inspiration and topics. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Maybe maybe it'll just be more of like a sporadic thing. Maybe not like an every weekly thing. Yeah? I, I don't I just don't want it to get watered down. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an artist with integrity, damn you know, it's it. Funny. <laughs> we should do a show where we do a shot of tequila like every 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. And then just see where the show goes after. Because, you know, yeah. normally, you know, today's going to be an abbreviated show, but we're going to do it in one take. Yeah. But today's a one take show. Yeah, yeah. This you is a one-take show. don't know that shit. Yeah. Usually there's like 17 takes and it takes Josh a week to edit the show. No, this is going to... We're going in. Uh, there's no this shit is getting posted week, as soon so. as we hang up the phone. <laughs> as, soon as, we, as soon as we're done, boom, it's boom. going right to post. <laughs> and I think we should just steamroll through every show. Yeah? I mean, yeah, because, you know, it doesn't... The honesty comes out that way. It doesn't interrupt the flow. Like, you just get to talking and, like, you know, you don't have to pause all the time. I don't know. I think, I think it's going to be a great... Uh, it's going to be a great uh, well, addition listen, to the podcast. Uh, I am super excited to be the host of this year's EDIs, Josh. You know this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited super for excited you. to uh, to have a brand new lineup of girls. In fact, our new girls coming this year. And again, uh, if you're a fan of the EDIs or if you're anywhere in Texas, you got to join us April 2nd through the 4th at Bucks Cabaret in Dallas. You already know the headliners that are going to be there. And by the way, if you're attending the show, how awesome is it to see fucking 12 girls 
do a yeah. feature show back to back to back. Yeah. You know, you're lucky to get one feature in your club every every few months, right? Yeah. Here, you walk into one of these clubs, you're going to see 12 girls back to back or nine girls back to back. Yeah. Now, imagine just the random customer that doesn't know what's going on that just walks in here and is yeah. like, this is the best stable club strippers <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, holy shit. Yeah. What, what, are they, what are they doing over here? So the newcomers we have, the yeah, Starlets, yeah. we're going to change, so I said, to the Starlets division. Yeah. Uh, this year we have Blake Monroe, who is, uh, you know very well. Yeah. Uh, oh, Callie yeah. Marie, Danny Steele, Fenton Ray, Hala Faye, Nia Nebula, uh, Raven Callie, and then one of your favorites, Pixie Ray. Pixie Ray. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I met a lot of those girls uh, at the expo, uh, last expo that we had. And some of them I have not had the opportunity to meet yet or see this show. But it sounds like you have a lot of newcomers. Oh, A dude. lot of starlets. Yeah. So they're getting rid of the phrase newcomers that it's starlets. Now. Yeah. And you know what? I love watching them yeah. perform because they are still in the, uh, they're still in a great phase. It's like, you know, the difference between watching the NFL and then watching college football. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> college football is almost more fun. Yeah. Because they're in the fuck it phase, you know. In, in college football, <laughs> yeah. they could be kicking your ass sixty to zero, and they're going to keep kicking your ass for the next two quarters. Yeah, because they're working on their stats, you know, as yeah. a school and as a player. And it, so the game sure. is not over, even if I'm kicking your ass sixty to nothing. The game is not over, right? You know. So I love watching that Starlet Division because they're that hungry. They're they're making bold moves. They're making bold choices. They're going all out. I mean, this is an opportunity to get your get your show out there and be remembered. Yes, you know, so they're trying to make their first impact, you know, yeah. or their or their their meaningful impact, one or the other. Yeah. But the 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 gall, the balls. Yeah. In yeah, that, yeah, yeah. In that that'll be a lot of division. It's just amazing. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, let me see if I can tell you. I think I can leak who's coming to the next one. Well, I don't know if I can or not, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Because, you know, our, our listeners deserve it. They do. Both of them. Uh, <laughs> and I'm talking to you, Jeb, and uh, to you, Alaska. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they should just start a podcast. I know, right? The Jeb and Alaska show. Yeah, I'd listen the, to that. The two, they'll be our wrap-up show. <laughs> <laughs> they just talk about what we did in our right. show. Like that. <laughs> All, All right. right. So here's the big spoiler. We're going uh, for, the, for the EDIs, uh, for the second one, we're going to Huntsville, Alabama, once again hosted by Jerry Wesson and the Pony Club chain. Awesome. We're going to be at three different clubs, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of tough be on the girls because it's three different stages, three different locations, three different setups and all that stuff. And it's tough on the crew. But uh, for the, you know, for the rest, for me, it's awesome. Yeah. I get to see three different <laughs> You just got to show up clubs and work. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, so we're going to be in Huntsville, Alabama at Three Pony Clubs. And the lineup there is going to be stellar. In fact, you might actually want to fly out for this one. Have you ever wow. been to Huntsville, Alabama? I've never been to Alabama, no. I've heard great things. It's June third through the fifth. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to start with the with the uh, with the showgirl division. Okay. We have Natasha Nova. Okay. Fancy. We have Angel Bow. All right. That's we have Dynamite. Wow. We have Mila DeLuna. Okay. Janine Jericho. Whoa. Lisa Licious. Licious. Penny Poison. Okay. The amazing Miss Parker. All right. And Heather. Heaven. That's a that's a hell of a lineup. Dude. Yeah. That's just one division. And international. We got our Canadian friends up there also. And uh 
Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a great time down there in Huntsville. And then the of course in the Starless Division, we're gonna have Michelle Lynn, who is the rock and roll goddess. She's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, we met her. Lori yeah. Lane, who is the burlesque queen, she's incredible. Yeah. Coyote Von Diva, always factful of energy. Dinah Divine, uh, which I don't think I've worked with yet, <clears throat> but I can't wait to see her. Uh Delilah Deluxe, Bailey Fox, who's a favorite of yours. Yeah. Ariel Lay. The amazing, astounding, redheaded stepchild from heaven. <laughs> and then uh, our girl, Alaska Galore, is nice. going to be making her debut as a starlet at the EDIs in Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, this will be her first EDIs. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's big. So, dude, this is going to be a humongous show. Yeah. The EDI in, in, in June is going to be a humongous. You, uh, you might have to go. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, uh, like a who's who of the industry is probably going to show up at this, uh, at this event. Dude, that's, yeah. that's everybody right yeah. there. So I'm excited for both this yeah. year. Yeah, it's going to be big. I'm excited for both anyway, but I've never been to Alabama, so that's an adventure for me. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the uh, the EDIs are sponsored by Pole Position and uh, GentClubShirts.com. And even though they are the EDI sponsors and not our sponsors, I want to make sure you give them the proper Absolutely. thank you for hosting or for sponsoring these events. Yeah. So did, pole position. Did they and, give you a, a stripper pole to try at home? You know what? That's what we should get, right? <laughs> yeah, we should get, we should get a pole for this room. Yeah. Yeah. And, we could put a pole in and here. And we should have gentclubshirts.com do our t shirt, do our Planet Platypus shirts. Um, so, so, option number five DJ Platypus is taking a pole dancing class to incorporate uh, a pole dancing intro like to the show. I like that. Because at some point, I think we're going to switch over to a video format. You think so? so? I mean, if we keep this thing going, I mean, that would be the next step, I think. Can we keep the camera on the dog the whole time so that people can oh, understand what great, we go through? How great would that be? The puppy if, cam? If the, whole, the whole show was just footage of the dog. You hear our <laughs> show, you hear it, but like it's just a camera. You see our feet and the dog. Yeah. That'd be great. Like my three sons <laughs> and, and a dog. Yeah, that'd be great. Da, na, na, na. Um, you know, you got to bring something innovative to the table. I was listening to one of these podcasts that I that I listen to a lot, and uh, and somebody had... Uh, wrote in or emailed and asked, you know, I'm, I'm starting a podcast. Can you give me some advice? And the guy was like, oh, you're starting a podcast. You want some advice? Don't. Nobody's going to listen to your podcast. <laughs> like Nobody is listening. Unless you already have some type of fame or you already have like a huge social media following or something. Yeah. He's like, I have 100,000 Twitter, Twitter followers. I'm lucky if 1,000 people listen to the show every week. He's like, don't even bother. No one's going to listen to your shit. I just felt like that was a uh, very motivational uh, uh, words. You know what? It's our personal diary, though. Yeah, you know, what? yeah. This no, is, I love it. This is a uh, this is a moment in time that you and I are cementing, and that platypus and I and we're missing platypus this week. I mean, you can feel the the flavors off. Yeah, you know. Yeah, usually Platt's in here to add his uh, his unique perspective. I love things. you. You love me. We're, we're a, a happy, big, happy family. family. <laughs> uh, but we need platypus in the mix to to make the flavor correct. It is planet platypus. You know? This is almost like a virgin margarita. What's going on right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need, we need. Uh, we definitely need the alcohol spice. <laughs> Platt's our spice. Platt is our spice. Okay, yeah. the spice of life, man. That's the other thing he's doing. He's he's auditioning to be one of the new Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. imagine that the Spice Girls reunion <laughs> the at the spice Super Bowl. Girl. He's choreographing, but like they can't get posh spice because you know she's too big now. So. Platt is going to fill in. That's is she the biggest with. Spice Girl now? Because she's, she's married to Beckham? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's got to be. She's married to the King of England? Yeah. I mean, what Spice Girl is on a higher level than that? Definitely not Scary Spice. No. No, she was on AGT. That's <laughs> about it. She's on AGT, and I don't know what's going on with the other ones. I mean, I haven't followed their career I thought that Baby Spice would be that. the breakout one. 
You thought so, huh? Yeah, the yeah. blonde. I mean, yeah. you always bet on the blonde, Didn't right? Didn't she get into porn at some point? I don't think so. I would know about it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong, you know, because I didn't really follow them. But yeah. uh, I thought Ginger would was the uh, the more risque of the... Why are we talking about the Spice I Change this fucking <laughs> song! <laughs> and with that, so ends another episode of Planet Platypus, everybody. I am, we have a DJ Platypus, myself, Chicky Josh VR, Mr. Voice, Bobby Mack. Thank you for tuning in. Let's do it again next week. Thank you, Religion Tequila. And of course, check out the EDIs with your host, Bobby Mack, in April. Ground control, we have landed on the planet. It's been a long time, we should have never, never dreamed it, but we stand in the